Peace, this is your host Krill of Out The Box. The following interview is part of our throwback series of Out The Box Talks. These are interviews that were done prior to the official season one and two of Out The Box Talks. Enjoy. Welcome to another edition of Out The Box Radio. I'm your host Krill. Today our special guest on the line is another artist hailing from the wonderful state of Michigan, the Grand Rapids area to be exact. He's actually the first official MC out of the state of Michigan to be featured on Out The Box Radio. So I'm really excited to have him on the line today. He's been putting out music for the last five plus years, starting out with the Affiliates Music Group and releasing a number of acclaimed mixtapes under the Gangsta Grills moniker. And since then, he's continued to release an aggressive amount of music releases on a consistent basis. So with that said, ladies and gentlemen, it is my absolute pleasure to introduce to you my homie, hailing all the way from Grand Rapids, Michigan, the super lyricist himself, my brother, Willie the Kid. Welcome to Out the Box, fam. Mm-hmm. What's the deal? <laughs> What's going on, yo? <laughs> no, What's the deal, man? <laughs> Chilling, man. Just no cool. doubt. You know? You know? What's going on, man? I'm good. I'm good, man. How's everything out there in, uh, in Grand Rapids, man? You still you still out there in Michigan? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm actually in Atlanta right now. Um, okay. Starting this new project down here. But, um, but yeah, everything is fair in Grand Rapids, man. It's that wonderful time of year. When fall is creeping up, my favorite time of year, man. Football, come back in, back to school and all that. The leaves start changing, the heat start coming down. Wonderful time to create good music right now, man. So it's lovely in Michigan. I'll be back up there real soon to continue to put this music out, you know? That's what's up, man. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Now, Willie, um, as always with our interviews, uh, there's a lot of subjects we have to cover. But I usually like to kick things off by taking it back a bit. Um, just to get a little history on you. Um, so mm-hmm. tell us exactly where did the music influence all begin for you? When did you your you first know that this was something you wanted to do? Um, like my, my my father, he um collected records. Um, the closest thing I could I could attribute as a DJ at the time growing up. You know what I'm saying? Like 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 making music for people to come and you know come by the crib and get CDs, you know what I'm saying, or even cassette tapes when I was real little, um, collective vinyl, stuff like that, taking me to the record store, doing parties, cookouts, stuff like that. The closest thing mm-hmm. I can attribute to a DJ, whether it was some NWA or whether it was some 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 some, some guy, Teddy Riley, I'll be sure, like mm-hmm. whatever it was, you know what I'm saying? Public enemy all the way up, Trial Call Quest, whatever like this always had a whole bunch of music in the house, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, Tupac, all that. So just growing up like that was always just like, yo, always being around music. So that was like, to get that, that, that like that access to the music real young. A lot of my friends, their parents didn't, didn't have no hip hop in the house. You know, they might have some, um, some soul or some, you know what I mean, some gospel or some, even right. some, some jazz, some R&B, but, you know what I'm saying? They, they, they parents ain't have no no big daddy came in the crib. You know, they run DMC in the crib. They didn't they didn't have that. You know right. what I'm saying? So for us to get to get that access is like it, it it really inspired me to want to you know take it serious. You know, make it a career one day. That's what's up. Now, um, I had read you know, and you correct me if I'm wrong, but I know you always rep Michigan, but I read somewhere that you know you and your brother 
kind of came from Brooklyn or somebody was born yeah. in Brooklyn. How, uh-huh. Like, correct me on that. Like, how how did that? How's that story go? Yeah, my um, like 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 my mom's grandma, everybody, you know, what I'm saying they from Brooklyn, Crown Heights, you know, what I'm saying. Word, we that's where I'm from. Okay, Crown Heights right. to be exact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. My people still out there. People still out there. Then we um, my grandma and them they moved up to Westchester, Ashley, and um. We was up there for a while or whatever, or whatever. But this, a lot of this was before I was born. I was born in Michigan. This okay. is like this is my mom's, my grandma, my uncles, and all them. Even my older brother, he was born in New York too. He was born in the Bronx though. They grew up in in, in Crown Heights and then in Brooklyn and then moved to Westchester. I saw my grandmother, my grandfather was at. Then my mom's and my grand or my great grandmother was up there. Then my mom's, my grandmother moved to Michigan, and I was born right. in Michigan, you know what I'm saying? Wow. So, but growing up, we was always going back to New York. We was always for summertime, Christmas break, whatever, to whatever, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Um, so we, I, I would go out there, and I would bring all of that stuff back to Michigan, mm-hmm. whether, it was like a, whether it was like a knucklehead T-shirt or whether it was, you know what I'm saying, um, a, a bootleg, you know what I'm saying, hip-hop T-shirt, whatever, anything that was in New York that it wasn't in Michigan would always... They would like permeate in my neighborhood, like you know what I'm saying. Like where you get those sneakers, where you get that shirt, where you get that hat, where you get that coat. Cause in Grand Rapids, especially, they didn't have access type of things that they had in New York. Of course, right. I mean whether it was a pair of sneakers or whether I mean whatever piece of jewelry. I'm not got my first fronts in the Bronx. Um, from Lucky's, they wow. didn't have <laughs> no place to get fronts. Yeah, they didn't have no place to get fronts in Grand Rapids. But I watched like videos and looking at Source magazine and I might see Fat Fat Joe video, I might see whatever Boom Tang video. I'm also I'm also fans like Met the Man, but right. you couldn't find <laughs> nothing like that in Grand Rapids. Yeah. But when when we in New York, I tell my brother I'm also fun. So we you know, we go down to the Bronx, go to Lucky's and you know for the road right there you know what I mean right. get anything, you know what I mean? Bring it back to Grand Rapids <laughs> and they could be like, Oh, where'd you get that at? So we was always the people in Grand Rapids, the family from New York, you know what I mean, on our block in Michigan, you know what I'm saying? But I grew Michigan because that's where I grew up at, that's where I was born, that's what it is. But my family always was the family from New York in the neighborhood, you know? Brother, you could have fooled me about the Michigan. I mean, I know you from Michigan, but you sound like you, even right now, you sound like you, you straight off the block in New York, man. Like <laughs> well, right I mean, now, I hear it in you. Like, you sound like homies that, that I know that's that's on my block right now in Crown Heights. You know what I'm saying? I can hear it. Yeah, yeah. So, you that's, know. My, that's my family, man. That's my family, man. That's in my blood. You know what I mean? This, that's what it is. Like my older brother and all my older cousins. and you know, even, like, even when I moved to Atlanta, to go to college and um, all my friends, man, all my friends from Jersey, New York, you know what I'm right, saying? Right. Just, from, just from the area, just click with brothers from the area like that, Philly, you know what I mean? Brothers that just from the Northeast like that. So, yeah, man, like that's just, that's what it is, you know what I'm saying? That's where the influence came from, for sure. For sure for no, no doubt, man, no doubt. Now, um, your older brother, of course, Lot of Dark Man, was affiliated with the Wu-Tang Clan back in the days. Mm-hmm. Where mm-hmm. was you at at the time he was coming up with the Wu, like, like where was you yeah, in the fold? That, that probably was that. Like my father always had music and everything, and that's what really inspired me to want to do music. But when when I started running with the clan, like that's when I was like, nah. Like we like it's, it ain't no dream no more. We really gonna do it. You know what I'm saying? Like mm. I mean, I remember one day I was at my grandma's house just chilling, and he called to my grandmother's house, spoke to her. He was in Michigan. 
and called and spoke to her on the phone. She was like, you know, I'm really over here. He's like, oh, put him on the phone. You know what I'm saying? So I get on the phone. He's like, yo, bro, it's on. It's on. Like, what are you talking about? Like, yo, we got it, bro. We got it. And he's saying all of this shit. And I'm hearing, like, Raekwon in the background. Like, they're in the studio. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, it's a record called As the World Turns. That it was on. That was on his album, Heist of the Century. Like, they was doing that album when he was on the phone with my grandma. He passed. She passed the phone to me. And I'm hearing Ray in the back, I'm hearing niggas in the back, I'm like, what you talking about? He's like, yo, bro, I think we got it. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. he just, he had just signed the deal uh, uh, Supreme Entertainment. He just signed a deal and had distribution through Navarre. And Navarre did like uh, rock and heavy metal at the time. They were doing no hip hop. So he was like the first hip hop artist to come through Navarre distribution. And he was, you know, he was telling me about it. It was coming soon and everything. But I think he had just finished the distribution deal. He was in a lab with Ray. Just making a record. And after, after that phone call, man, I just ran outside, man. I told all my cousins, all everybody on my block, like, yo, bro, mm. we ain't who dreaming no more, my niggas. Like, it's real, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's going <laughs> down, you know what I mean? But I was too little, man. I was no probably, doubt. like, just about to get into just getting to junior high, probably getting out, like, sixth grade or whatever, right. all this going on. And, and he was like, yo, you know, like, I'm, I'm trying to get out there, of course. He's like, nah, you, um, too little. And his whole thing was he didn't want to he didn't want to do the child the childhood star thing. He didn't right, want to do absolutely. that. You know what I'm saying? He didn't yeah, want to yeah. do like um no disrespect nobody, but he didn't want to do like a Bow Wow or Shaheen the Rugged Shah. He didn't no want doubt. me to come up like that. He wanted me to like go and finish up school in high school, go to college, get a degree, you know what I'm saying? Just get my get myself situated, then pursue music. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like he didn't no. quite say it that way then, but I, now I know what he was saying now that I'm grown up. I got my own situation no going doubt. on. I can, I can kinda understand what he was saying. I mean, I was I thought he was just being on some big brother, little brother, get out of here right. type of shit. But really he had another thing in mind. They shot this video um Springwater out in LA, him and Ray Kwan and Ghostface and everybody was out there. He was telling me about it. I'm begging him like, yo, give me a ticket, so I'll come out there, <laughs> man, yo, what's up, man? Yeah, what's up? Yeah. Man, I wanna, so I wanna go out there and be in the video with Ray Kwan and Ghostface. I wanna rap, I wanna be all in it too, you know what I'm saying? Right. I had drawers and I had my clothes in my in my house. My clothes was on the floor, up on the floor, and my rhymes was in my dresser drawers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that's when I was a kid. So like I always wanted to do it, but I was too little. Too so little. They did the spring water drink. It came on Brad City a couple times. He was excited, man, and that mm -hmm. and that let me know right there it was gonna really happen. But he always said, make sure you finish school and get your real life together, man, because this music shit. He he, like I said, he knew the the evil was in the business and the way the game through through your real life. He knew about all of that when I was just a little kid, man. Right. And without telling me to find details, he just kept me away from it until I was old enough to had already had my life situated first. You know, no doubt. Now fast forward some years later, and you and your brother get linked up with DJ Drama and Don Cannon to form the Affiliates Music Group. Mm. which basically birthed the powerful mixtape series known as Gangsta Grills. How mm -hmm. did that whole business venture come about, and what was your contribution to that movement? Yeah, like, my contribution basically was helping pull it all together. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. I, I glued a lot of it together because when I moved to Atlanta, you got to understand, like, niggas, like, Cannon, drama, whoever, niggas ain't have no name like they got today. Niggas just regular niggas like me trying to make a name. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm just a dude from Michigan with some raps and Don Cannon, just this, 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 this campus, college campus 
DJ. We were just doing DJ events on the college campus. And Drama at the time was been graduated from school. He was, you know, doing it in the in the town, you know, pushing mixtapes and doing parties and everything on some underground shit. Like, none mm -hmm. of it was mainstream, you know what I'm saying? No but doubt. me and Cannon made a lot of noise on the college campus doing the music. And then he made a lot of noise for himself as a DJ. And then Drama used to always come and pick him up and show him around town and, you know, like, like protege, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. yo, this is Cannon, this is my little man, Don Cannon, check him out and make sure Don got a validation in the city that went beyond just the college campus. Right. And when Drama come and get Cannon and pull him out, Cannon grabbed me and pulled me too. So as Drama's saying, this is my protege, Don Cannon, Don's telling people, this is my little man, Willie Kidd, and he be rapping, you know what I'm saying? So mm. it just became like a natural thing that, you know, Drama and Sense was doing a thing in the city, because Sense was on the radio at the time, interning on 107.9, you know what I'm saying, Radio 1, major right. radio station. And so he, him and Drama will work, and then him and Drama and Cannon will work, and then me and Cannon will work, and then we say, you know what, we might as well make it official, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And at the time, we had a bunch of talent and a lot of ideas, but I was like, yo, as far as some representation, I'm going to get my brother a lot because a lot been managing my career. He can manage all of this, too. He got right. experience in the business. Niggas ain't got no experience. Niggas got a lot of talent. You know what I'm saying? But I don't want to get it confused because drama and can't in a sense. They had a name prior to what we was doing. They just needed that level, level of validation, level, right. level of business to make it official. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I pull a lot in it. You know, from there we built we built affiliates and you know, Embassy Entertainment and the Gangsta Grills brand came out of that and the Gangsta Grills albums came out of that and Willie the Kids getting a record deal came out of that and a lot of crazy things from the feds raiding raiding the studio and yeah, all that. You know what yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah, you know what I mean. A lot of a lot of music came. You know what I mean, a lot of tours, made some money. You know what I mean, just for shows. It was great. You know what I'm saying. Definitely, no uh, uh, we made it. We made history. You know what I'm saying. No matter Definitely. no matter whatever or whatever. Niggas made history with that right there. And the illest thing about it is that, you, you know, you, of course, you know, y'all persevered through it. You know what I'm saying? Like, throughout mm -hmm. all the stuff with the feds raiding and all that shit, you persevered through it and, 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 and you know, lived through it and, and, and have been, you know, successful throughout. Mm -hmm. You know, my, my thing is just, like, I think about how you kind of came up out of that as an MC and really, really benefited from it, you know what I'm saying, um, as an MC like really getting through that circuit, you know. Tell tell me a little bit about the outlook it gave you from a business perspective, you know, being a part of the success of of the affiliates and stuff like that. On the business side, man, just yeah, it, I don't care what nobody tell you about the about the music shit. Like Q Tip said it, you know, right? Coming people are shady. You hear all you hear all of the cliches and you hear all of the whatever the whatever. But you don't know till you go through the ringer, man. You know what I'm mm. saying? Like, till you go through it. Like, I was like, I was fortunate enough to have, like, cushions, layers that stood between me and the fire. So I never got burnt by anything. You know what mm. I'm saying? But I was close enough to see what they was talking about. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was mm. down there with the dragon, looking at the dragon. Like, damn, it is real down here. <laughs> I never got burnt by any other, but I just seen so many brothers that used to come through the studio and, and be around the way, bump into at the clubs and at the parties and you know so I just seen so many I just seen what it do to people's life. Yeah. This music shit, like the business, the lights and the trying to make it and don't make it and then your then your life tick your time and ticking on your life and well, I seen it and I'm just sitting back there looking like damn. 
but at the same time, making money, traveling the world, you know what I'm saying, buying property, buying jewelry. I'm, like, I'm not even, it ain't got nothing to do with me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't feel none of it. But I stood mm. close enough to see it, man. I'm telling you, bottom line, man, number one, man, get your business together, man. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I think the best thing you could do is get with a team of people that you really can rely on, man. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I think made the affiliate so successful because brothers was like a team and, and, and niggas specialize in different things. What this man probably don't got, this man got, and, and vice versa. And that's what made sure we covered every part of the puzzle that needed to be covered. And we did that really well. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, just mm. you have a team you can rely on. Nobody will fall because they want to be each other's crutches. Like, that, like that's real. If you, if you, if you mm. can get in a situation like that, tell you that's real. Mm. At the same time, I've seen a lot of brothers, Krill, who didn't have some crutches. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, damn, this is what they was talking about. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. So what, what would you say... Um, uh, is a thing that separates the people that make it from the people that fall. Ah uh, man, it's like a million, one billion, billion things, man. <laughs> I mean, it's one thing I love about the game. Like it don't, like it ain't one set way to do it. You know mm. what I'm saying? I talk this about my, my man and Gomu. We talk about this all the time because he comes to me wide out about shit. Thinking, you know, he don't know much about the game. But I find myself being like, like a, like a. Uh, like like the like the rap game whisperer or something. I'm telling them all the inside about about no the game. Doubt. But really, it's like a million and one different scenarios, man. Maybe two billion scenarios. I don't know, but it ain't one set way to do it, man. Right. It, ain't, it ain't one thing to it. I mean, it could just be the lack of talent, for instance. You know what mm. I'm saying? Something as simple as that, nigga. You're not good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That right there, that right there, that you won't make it. But right. you know what I'm saying? But at the same time, you got some brothers who ain't that talented. But they know how to hustle, you know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, it's the rap business, you know what I'm saying? It's about business. If you know how to hustle, then if you if you if you own the car wash or you sold CDs in the hood, you know, if you did anything like had your own business, had to build it from nothing, you can transfer that same work ethic, that same blueprint, and same do's and don'ts to the music business and make your way. You know what I'm saying? It's a it's a it's about having sense of business I hustle you know what I'm saying no so you might, do, you might not be that talented but you can hustle or vice versa you know what I'm saying you got talent but you can't hustle you'll be the nicest nigga in your neighborhood that never got on you know what I'm saying like, no doubt you know what I mean like a, like a, like a, like a, a hood legend probably better than everybody in the business but you didn't have the business pieces the tools the knowledge the know-how the access no access doubt. another thing access my nigga hmm. we grew up in Grand Rapids no access to nothing hip-hop business orientated at all in Grand Rapids, especially when I was growing up. I mean, now they got hip-hop clubs and shit like that and the internet, which brings world star hip-hop and all of the rappers and everything related to it right to your computer, right to your home. But when we was growing up, man, if it wasn't Rap City, you didn't see it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And it was, a, it was a couple, like, hip-hop record stores. I can't front on them. It was dumb, but I'm talking about like that. Open up your laptop and click a button and have it right there in your face. You know what I'm saying? To have a little black girl twerking on the internet, to mm. have a nigga put a gun on the DVD, you know what I mean? In the hood, it, I mean that direct access to the like just to the to the culture, to the community right. for all of his good and all of his bad. We didn't have that. Right. I was fortunate enough to have my family from New York, so I was going to New York all the time. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I have family in Tennessee. I was going to Tennessee all the time. I was down south all the time. I was in New York all the time. 
I even got to the point where I told my mom, like, yo, I, like, we trying to go school shop. I want to go to Chicago, Detroit. I don't want to be in Grand Rapids. So I was right. always leaving my city. I created access for myself. You know what I'm saying? Like, no and then going off to college in Atlanta and meeting these brothers from Philadelphia and doing the affiliates and all that. That's the access that a lot of niggas probably don't got and they never make it because they don't got the access. Definitely. So whether it's talent, hustle, or access, my brother, it's countless things that a nigga might not got and that a cost of them, saying. Yeah, and it it, it it makes sense too, man. It, you know, you you could tell that you know you 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 had a lot of things going for you, man. Talking about graduating college and going to college yeah. and like doing all these different things, moving from city to city. You're right. That that. That in itself, those moves, making those types of moves, creates the access. It'll put that you're me above. It'll put me above your average Joe. You exactly, definitely, yeah. man. Which is something a lot of people could learn from, for sure. Exactly, you know exactly. So, I mean, the the mixtape thing. You know, um, I want to talk a little bit more about that. Um, specifically, uh, with regards to your approach. Um, I'm just curious to know how has that really worked in your favor because. You have a few projects that uh, people can actually purchase, but the majority of your stuff has actually been available as free mixtapes. So how have these mixtapes resulted in money-making opportunities for you? Uh, because right now in the game especially, but the way that like actually selling a unit of music, how scarce that is right mm -hmm. now, you know what I'm saying? Their business, especially the underground, had to develop new ways to, you know, generate revenue, generate interest outside of being signed to a major label. Yeah. I think, um, I, I can, I, we can probably, we can all probably stop just a quick second and attribute a lot of that to a 50 Cent show the game. Mm. He was going on tour, selling out shows, rocking freestyles. You know what I'm saying? Like rocking records that he took over another nigga beat, another nigga, like redo a nigga record and go on the road and sell out shows performing over other niggas' records. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. that that right there just broke all of the barriers, all the limitations, all of the rules that the major corporations had set up to make artists conform to, you know, sign with us or staff. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's what it once was. Either sign a deal or perish. You know what I'm saying? But it was like 50 and niggas like that made it where you ain't got to necessarily go through no label at all. Some of my favorite rappers... You know that I can that I that I admire. Like didn't even have no major like record deals and was still generating interest. So for us, like making a mixtape, like let's say we make the fly, and people say I like the fly, they will book you around the country to come perform records from the fly. The fly right. was free. You know what I'm saying? Like you know that the first dose is free, but you got to pay for everything after that. You know what I'm saying? I gave you the fly for free, but now I can tour around the world. I'm going to um I'm going to Europe on the twentieth. I'm doing shows in Amsterdam, I'm doing shows in Paris, Norway, Brussels, all off of this music that I'm putting out for free. They want me right. to go up there and perform that free music. You see what I'm saying? Like, so yeah, you gotta be able to have enough music that you can put out to generate interest to make people wanna pay you. Now you could do merchandise, you could put T shirts out, you could do whatever, you know what I'm saying? Or you could or you could just you could flip flop. You could put one out free, charge for the next one. Put one out free, charge for the next one. The objective is to generate fans, generate interest, generate enough interest that they pay for you. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's really the bottom line. Develop a brand and put and put all of the investment, all of the quote unquote free shit. Ain't nothing really free, but whatever. Put all of it into your brand and make people admire it enough to come out and pay for it. You know what I'm saying? 
Word up. People, are y'all listening? My homie Willie the Kid putting it down. All the tactics you need to make it in the biz. He, he let yeah, you know. Yeah, for sure. I should be charging niggas for that, <laughs> but you know what it is. You know what I'm saying? You got it or you don't got it. You know what I'm saying? No doubt, no doubt. And you know, uh, it's really funny that you min- you mentioned the Fly mixtape, which is actually, um, I want to get into a joint that, off of that. Uh, that. That joint came out like one, like 09 or something, the mix, the Fly, mm-hmm. the original yeah, Fly the joint? Yeah, the Fly came out, I think it was 2010. 10, okay, all right. Out, if I'm not mistaken. So yeah, a few, few years ago. So uh, what I want to yeah, do yeah. is actually take a music break and go into it. People, I got my brother Willie the Kid on the line today. Yeah. He got that new Aquamarine project out now. You could go download that, support the brother. Yeah, yeah. Available mm-hmm. now. Got the joint with our Alchemist, the Masterpiece mm-hmm. Theater, Master which is. Theater. Ooh, yes, that joint is banging, man. Banging. Yeah, go support, sure. man. So, we're going to mm-hmm. get into this joint off the fly mixtape. Uh, it was released back in 2010. Uh, the yeah, song yeah. is called Aviation. Ah, one of my favorites off of this joint, so Mm. check it out, man. Out the Box Radio, Willie the Kid, Aviation off the Fly Mixtape. Inspired by the pirates, the poets, the Pyrex pioneers, tears of a broker, fake like veneers, feel weird getting chauffeured, dog tag stained with the blood of a soldier, stainless steel, why you niggas still gophers, this still water, sipping no joker, low and behold, the money still provoke us, get it like Oprah, slimy like okra, froze like stokers, only been a strokers, once, and that's when we promoted drum single, on my own time I like to mingle, watching old movies, maybe true blood, a nigga want the fuck Suki, salute me, looking for a new motive to move me, weekdays a novel, my weekends a movie, woolly from the gun unruly, amongst hideousness you gotta find beauty, chillin' with a cutie, big fine booty, watch for the mutiny, niggas tryna mute me, excuse me, consider this in a quiet taste, I'm preaching to the choir, we in dire straits. And I got a coke following a chick shape like a coke bottle and models win. Your boy playing land quickly, they change plans. Like a store brand versus a name brand. Or like cheesecake versus McDonald's. A brand like Walmart, Nike, Hallmark. Straight from the mind, but the heart is where it all starts. Trying to cop a crib, need a golf cart to get around. Duval to Orange Mound. 40 cal vocab, you can get around. It's Willie. I gotta face the music in lieu of staying congruent A student who grew and soon used music Has an amusing conduit to do it Trying to cop a condo in Munich Doing 160 on the Autobahn Niggas souped up, Arbonne, pain So I brought pain Wood grain, Cartier's, I belong frames It's willing Welcome back to Out the Box Radio. It's your host, Krill. I got my brother, Willie the Kid, on the line. We are chopping it up. Willie putting us on to the tactics of the business, all the things you need to know to make sure you're on point like he is in the game. So uh, we, we're having a, a beautiful convo here, yeah, man. For sure. No yeah, doubt. Man. It's a pleasure again to have you, man. Um, Already, Krill. You know what it is. Nah, nah. Obviously, as as people can hear in the track that we just played, um, of course the aviation track, um, you got bars, brother. 
You know, yeah. every this shit is on point, man. I, I I can't say it too much. You know what I mean? The lyrics are raw for sure, and um, your vocabulary usage is pretty high. You know, uh, there's a lot that's being said within a small amount of time that can easily be overlooked if the listener isn't like if the listener's attention span is low, or if mm-hmm. they're lacking a diverse knowledge of the English vocabulary. So, with all that said, where are you pulling from to come up with these intricate rhyme patterns and wordplay that helps to make some of your best verses? Man, I, I don't know. It's not a tribute to the Lord, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, for real, just God, man. Because, I, you know, I ain't doing no secret uh, ritual to come up with it. You know, just, you just do it. Yo, I just hit a beat. And that's it. Just be coming together like that. It's like a, it's a natural thing. Right. I said something like that on Twitter one day, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's a blessing to be able to just come up with that type of shit out of nowhere like that, you know what I'm saying? Like, for real, man, you know what I mean? Like, that's just natural talent, man, you know what I'm saying? And I mean, it's and, it, and it's, it's, it's grounded in, in doing it, man. Like I, like I said, I, I've been trying to trying to put get to certain levels with, with my rhyme, you know what I'm saying? Like, I've been working on it, you know what I mean? 100 jumpers a day, 1,000 jumpers a day, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. You know, and, so. and you know what it is too. It's like, um, like I said, man. Like, you, you could tell like when cats really, um, really study, you know, and and really take the time to to craft lyrics. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah, my for sure. my thing is, it's like that inspiration is coming from somewhere. You know, whether it be just. You know what? What you came up on could be the the, the hip hop you came up on. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That's what you saying. You know oh what yeah, saying? yeah. For real. Oh no, no question, Creole, No question. Like it definitely, like, like I don't, I can't speak for nobody, but the the the, the rap the rap music I grew up to it was like, man, what if you wasn't nice, man, you, man, get the fuck out of here. Like if you wasn't nice, like then what are you doing? You know what I'm saying? Like. That was, it was old, man. Listen, man. Like that's I grew up to nothing but that real. You know what I'm saying? Like nigga name just skidaddling over the beats. Like these niggas really nice. I'm listening to it. I used to be my man crib and the basement just zoned out. And you put on like a mixtape or something and like Nas versus come on, traveling Nas, Lost Professor. Man, the first time I heard that record, the uh Lost Professor and Nas traveling. Right. I heard that Nas verse, I was like, yo, I'll be back, my man. Got on my bike and roll home, man. Like, you know what? Nah, man. Nah, uh uh-uh. uh. My shit gotta be sounding like this. My shit no gotta doubt. make niggas feel like this when they hear it. You know what I'm saying? Like, and this is me saying it since I, when I was a kid. I was a little kid feeling like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, they come to the crib, bust open that Iron Man CD and put that shit on it. Mm-hmm. Niggas putting the words together. I was like, nah, dude. Yo, yo, niggas gotta, yo. I'll be back, you know what I'm saying? Like, no doubt, no doubt. I want my shit to sound like this. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, so mm-hmm. that's, that's so, definitely. So do you um do you do you tend to like go back to some of those old records uh, or just the old shit that inspired you in this in this present day when you when you trying nah, to look for some inspiration? No, I don't. That's one thing okay. I don't do, Creel. I don't never go back. I don't never go back. You know what I'm saying? Like the inspiration I caught from them, I caught them. 10, 15 years at ago. the time, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I caught that back then. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've, I've already been inspired and put that to use. You know what I'm saying? Like, no doubt. Now, that doesn't still, uh, like, does it, is, is it residual? Yeah, it's residual. Like, I keep, you know, I keep uh, drawing from it naturally, but I don't have to go back and listen to Cuba Links to write a dope rhyme. Hell no. You know it's what I'm already saying? there. Like, yeah. 
It's already yeah. embedded. No doubt. Yeah, yeah, I could dig sure. that. You know? Now, another thing that really stands out consistently with your projects is your ear for production. You spit on some of the most soulful cinematic beats. How would you say you develop such a great ear for music production? I think it's all of the not so good music that's been coming out. You mm. know what I'm saying over the years, like it's making me bored with the like with with niggas. Like I, I don't like I got to point where I stop listening to people. Period. You know what I'm saying? And my man kept telling me, like, "Yo, you gotta listen to what niggas is doing. To, you know, to, to sharpen your blade." But I say, "Still sharpen, still not still sharpen." What you know what I'm saying? Like it ain't like that. I got I was I got like uninspired by other people. I, I heard this quote from um. One of the kids from Lincoln Park, I forget the brother, but he said mm-hmm. something like, don't complain about music, make the music you want to hear. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, don't, like if you mad at what brothers are doing, don't be don't be the nigga complaining on the internet. Make make the shit you want. I think Gandhi even said that, be the change you want to see. You know what I'm saying? Like, And that's what I started telling myself, you know what I'm saying, a few years back, like I was doing the fly, maybe before that. Stop worried about the game and niggas and all that and all that. Go ahead and find and create and, you know, and, and develop the sound and the emotions and the shit that you that you would like to hear in the community. You know what I'm saying? Be that mm-hmm. change you want to hear. So, yeah, I mean, I pick beats that I think would sound dope, even if it wasn't my beat. Like, I always tell myself all the time, I sit down with the music and totally detach myself from my, like from the music. Because once there was, was another nigga that picked this beat and set this rhyme, you know what I'm saying? Like, would it right. be dope? I take all of the bias away and listen to it as if it wasn't me. And mm. I always do that. You know what I'm saying? I always do that. No doubt. And, uh, I mean, while, while we on the topic of quality production and, and your ear for it, of course, it was it was no surprise to me when I actually saw that you started to work with producer Alchemist. And, mm. you know, you collaborated on the EP with him for the Masterpiece yeah. Theater. Tell us a little mm-hmm. bit of how that relationship with you and Alchemist came about. Yeah, it go back to what you were saying, like on some segue shit, like digging for beats. You know what I'm saying? Like mm. I was, I was creating projects or whatever, and I just, I, I wanted to hear certain sounds. I wanted to hear certain. I wanted, to, I wanted to come from a certain place, like sonically. You know what I'm saying? Like no production doubt. wise, I'm looking for beats. I'm digging. I'm digging. I'm hitting cats up on and I'm trying to find something. And my man Dan Green, he sent me some beats from this guy named Lee Bannon. And this was back yeah. when I like right when I was doing the like right when I was doing the fly like right, right. Like, right before I was doing the fly and I was telling I was telling niggas like yo I want to make a project that 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 doesn't sound like any of the quote unquote gangster grill shit we've been doing you know what I'm right. saying like I want to make something that's like the anti gangster grills sound but it's still mm. coming from us you mm. know what I'm saying like something that like that reminds me of like some shit I grew up to you know what right, I'm saying like right, right. it had those same inflections and those same emotions those same tones. So I started digging up the beats that like you hear on the fly that mm-hmm. kind of create this, you know, this sound that didn't sound like a GV or a TI or whatever. Right, like, right, it sounded right. like, you know, it sounded more like a big L or a Raekwon than uh-huh. it did. You know what I'm saying? That type of shit. So when I was, when I got one man Lee Banner, he just started like just connecting me with all kind of different shit like that that I was trying to get to. Funny thing, he was from California. I'm right. expecting to link up with somebody from New York and get these sounds. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Like, this is from Sacramento, and he's uh-huh. giving me these sounds. Man, he's getting, it's a record on the fly called The Winter Coat. That's one of the first records right. we did. We eventually made a record, a whole project, an EP. It's yeah, called Never a Dull that. Moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you've never heard Never a Dull Moment, go copy it. But Never a Dull Moment was like the shit that we created that kind of like 
answered all of the shit that I wanted to do, like musically, like the, the sound I wanted to incorporate. And from never a dull moment, man, um, he, he he actually brought that to Alchemist's crib. And Alchemist had this thing at his crib called Rap Camp, where brothers come through, right, producers, right, rappers, right. whatever, and, and Al just opened up the door, man, and, and there'd be like three or four rooms with music going on, brothers recording, brothers doing beats, you know what I'm saying? Niggas outside grilling food, drinking, smoking, chilling, and you let everybody come through and just do their thing. Then it went over to Al crib during Rap Camp and played Never a Dull Moment for everybody. Niggas was like, whoa. Because, wow. like, you know, at the time, niggas was like, yo, where the kid? Oh, Gangsta Grills, Lil Wayne, Drama, T.I. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. Don't, niggas don't, you know what I mean? They, they already had their mind made up on, on who I was. Right. Right. were listening to me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I don't mean Al, but I mean, like, the, the public. You know what I'm so saying? You sn- so you snuck up on the them. Public. Yeah, like, the public. <laughs> they just, they just pigeonholed me. You know what I'm saying? Like, the public did. Right, and right. They were played that never a dull moment, and niggas heard Hickory Smoke in that necessary way and bath water running and records like that nigga and Scott mm. Miles and me and Currency he was like yo what the hell is this you know what I'm saying <laughs> and Al was like yo who is this kid like yo get him on the phone you know what I'm saying so wow. Al told Bannon to link me you know what I'm saying and we ended up linking through Twitter or whatever I'm like yo you know what I'm saying big pleasure to work with you but you know if you could do me a favor because by then we were doing a fly too right. the fly too mixtape was coming out around this time and then the moment had already been out I said, yo, Al, I'm going to send you a beat. I'm going to send you two beats from Bannon. Pick the one you like. I need you to give me a rhyme. We'll get in some production shit later. But right now, wow. I've always been a big fan of Alchemist as a rapper. You know what I'm saying? Wow, like, look at that. Yeah, we'll yeah, we do some production shit later, man. I need you to rhyme on one of these beats that I got. I'm sitting on some Bannon shit. That's crazy. You know what I'm saying? And Al, fuck with Bannon. He fuck with me. So, like, yo, you might as well give me a rhyme then. You know what I'm saying? So, he picked the beat, and the beat was the beat for fucking Topsy. That's on the fly too. You know what I'm right. saying? If you haven't heard this fly too, go catch the fly too. And um he sent me that back. You know what I mean? I had my verse on it. He was like, yo, let's, let's keep working, man. It's like it's crazy. Then um I was doing after the fly too, I started working on the cure two. The cure two came out mm. Thanksgiving two thousand and twelve. No, two thousand eleven, excuse me, mm. two thousand eleven. And I hit Al again, like, yo, Al, I wanna um get you on this new project, you know what I'm saying? I, I need some beats this time. He said, I got something for you perfectly. I mean, about a week later, man, he sent me a beat. That's the Waste, Waste Not Want Not record. I don't know if you heard that yeah, record. Yeah, 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 no doubt. He, shit, yeah, we gonna get into that. that, too. Yeah, yeah, he sent me that. Like, yo, this is for you. Bless that the, shit is, back, you that shit is tough, B. Yeah, so he sent not... me that, and he sent me another record for one of his projects. I did both. It was the Waste Not Want Not and then the Russian Roulette record. Right. The Cosmos, that's on his record. No I doubt. sent both of them two back. When I sent them two back, it was him and Action Bronson in the studio, and he played both of them. Him and Bronson played them, and he hit my phone like, "Yo, brother, you like we gotta really, really do something, man." No him, and I'm like, "Man, I'm pleasure to do it." And right after that, my nigga, that's when Drake went on MTV, and Drake right, was like, right. "Yo, mm-hmm. waste not one night." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Ah, like, no doubt. <laughs> then was, you know, then when Drake said that, then it was it was over. It was you know what I'm saying? You know, um, I, I didn't know. I didn't know it was Lee Bannon that actually introduced you to Al, man. That's pretty dope, yeah. man. Shout yeah, out to Lee Bannon. Sure. Another yeah, dope producer out coming I mean, out of the got, Man, Bannon got classics, man. Die Free, Necessary Way, Winter Coat, Lost to France. I mean, man, man, Bannon got classics. Never a dope moment. If you ain't never heard that, go get that on iTunes right now. Never a dope moment's classic, man. Support, classic. support, man. Support the homies, man. That's what it is, man. Now, you spoke about... um. Rap Camp. 
who's actually in Alchemist rap camp? Whoever coming through the door, <laughs> so like it's like, yo, like it's just like rap camp is just like yo, everybody coming through the lab. You know what I'm saying? Right. And niggas doing music, niggas picking beats, playing music, just chilling out. So whoever happened to be in LA that come through the door at that time, that's it. You know what I'm saying? Like when I went to rap camp, it was me, Action Bronson, Rock Marcy. Shout out to them. Uh, my man Planet Asia, the whole do rap dynasty. Uh, Buster Rhymes came through. Uh, Styles P was just there. Lloyd Banks was just there. I mean, you know, no when I, that's when I was out there. Like that, it was just, it was just like that. You know what I'm saying? And no we doubt. did masterpiece theater uh, through a week, about, about four days during rap camp. We did masterpiece theater. They did red chandeliers for Action Bronson at the same time. No so doubt. it was a lot of dope energy under one roof. You got red chandeliers and masterpiece theater being recorded. You know what I'm right, saying? So, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah one and, roof and at one time. That that's what I wanted to know too. Like you got you got Rock Marciano recording, you got Action Bronson, you know, you got Prodigy, whoever else might come through Alchemist. You got some real veteran type serious ass lyricists, you know what I'm saying? Coming through yeah. there. So like what's like how does that atmosphere impact your approach and your delivery to, delivery with the music in that studio? I I mean like I don't like I always like I don't know man, like when I was coming up, like I, I was always round around a lot of niggas that was dope in my mm -hmm. neighborhood, you know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? And I always admired Wu Tang former, the crew, I always admired that, you know what I'm saying? So it was always built upon working together for me, you know what I'm saying? Then when I found my record deal and started doing it on the mainstream, our studio in Atlanta, the Gangster Girl studio, was always brothers right, coming right. through Gucci Lane coming through, Lil Scrappy coming through. You know what I'm saying? Brothers always came through. I mean River came through one time. T I yeah. came through, Meek Mill, whoever. Brothers always came through the studio. Fabulous come through and post stuff for a day. Like so recording around other rappers, like that shit is like you know, that's like asking a professional ball player out there to play a game with other ball players. Like, that's what I do. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So that ain't that ain't nothing. I always was around other rhymes rapping, so no that doubt. ain't nothing. I just felt good to be under one roof with brothers who I truly admired their talent. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. Like Rock Marcy and Action Bronson this and, and, and even Alchemist, man, in no every shape or form, like it's just a real inspiration and work closely to them guys and that's dope. You know what I'm saying? What what would you say is like the illest memory you had, like being in Alchemist's studio, being amongst them cats and stuff like that? Man, making that music, man. <laughs> yeah. Doing the record and just sitting back playing them. Like, yo, do you hear this shit? Like, I don't know yeah. if your listeners understand, but if you never heard Masterpiece Theater, man, do yourself a favor. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, bro, putting that together was great, man. Just sitting back yeah. listening to that music. You know what I'm saying? I, I remember one time we did the first, first record. As soon as I finished it, as soon as we got up, they were still hot on the plate. Buster Rhymes walked through the door and he played it for Buster. He went crazy. Like, that was a dope moment. You know what I'm right, saying? Right, Like, that was dope. Because, I mean, Buster, when we took our first first guy in the game, you know what I'm saying? He always told me, like, what I was doing. And I know some Jay Dilla beats. You know, everybody know Buster and Jay Dilla was close. So, right, right. For, him to, for him to approve my rhyme on the Jay Dilla beat, like, that was fuel when I was a little nigga coming into the business. Like, that was dope. And he did that. And I always admired him for it. So for him to come after that and say he fuck with the new shit, like, that was dope. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. And, you know, I, I got to say to you, Willie, I know you came up with the Gangster Grill mixtapes and stuff and, you know, the the, 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 the the sounds, like the Jeezy type sounds and shit. But I got to say, man, and I'm a little biased, you sound right at home with 
Alchemist, Lee Bannon, with that raw New yeah. York shit. I, I, I'm sorry, yeah. man. I'm, I'm biased, man. I'm sorry, yeah, brother. Yeah, like, nah, nah, nice nah, for you, ain't brother. No, it ain't you know, nothing that shit. That, 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 shit, shit. that shit is you all day. Like, I, I you know, and, and don't get me wrong, your other stuff is fresh too, but you could just mm-hmm. tell, like, damn, it's like, you know how some beats just make a make a MC come alive? Like, yeah, I'm, I'm not exactly, saying that. Exactly. You, you know, I, I notice it. As a listener, I notice it. It just, like, it just, it just, like, really. You know, up, nah, up you, the call, you, call, you call in it how you see, son. It ain't even nothing. No disclaimers needed, bro. You call it how you see it. You know what I'm saying? You call it how you see it, and that's real. I'm, I'm glad because that's the kind of music I grew up to. So no for me to do that, that, that full circle like that to come out of like listening to nothing but like Mob Deep and Nas and Jay Z and, and Wu Chang and all that, and then moving to Atlanta and being inspired by you know like. The outcasts and the, you know what I mean the TIs and the Gs and they come full circle and being allowed with alchemists like that's dope man you know what I'm saying like that's I don't know a lot of artists who can cover that spectrum like that you right. know what I'm saying like that's dope man but nah you ain't saying nothing wrong crew calling how you see that's <laughs> no, real you know what I'm saying no doubt man no doubt so let's actually go into another joint while we speaking about this uh, EP with the alchemists uh, let's go into a joint from that another serious joint. Featuring Rock Marciano and Action Bronson off the Willie the Kid and Alchemist Masterpiece Theater EP. This mm-hmm. joint is called Medusa. Oh my mm. God. Mm. Bars, mm. bars, and bars. Let's go, man. <laughs> Willie the Kid, All Alchemist, right. Medusa, Out the Box Thank Radio. You. Check it All out. Right. Marvelous mahogany floors, I need mosaics on the basis, evasive, faces of Medusa, what I'm used to, complacent, sharp as a lance, on point, like a lancet, enhancements, handmade ceramics, antique standards, speaking Spanish, a patient man's antics, reserved parking spots, in a lot behind the annex, bands for the buffies, alias upon my amex, she begging me to trust her on the hammock, popping Xanax, the money was the buffer that absorbed the most damage, unscathed, willy, not a scratch upon my armor, sipping on the Palmer, camouflage, and karma came to get me. Give me Guatemalan bitches. We in the Guapalos, wild in my vodka. Some guap for the Zapatos, though. Humping hoes, my humble abode. Twin wood crane refrigerator, stainless steel stoves. Sterling silver silverware, I'm dancing on these bitches. New beamers, semi automatics in the valley, duffel definite. Hustle more, steam muscles, pay the mortgage, money orders, callings. Push button cautious, fortress, gorgeous. Scary like the mortuary terrace. Carry grudges like the rabies. Reliable blades, rap rabbi, double chop ribbi, live from a pony. You punk motherfuckers chain, dangle like a bungee cord. Horse fall to my feet, undefeated, undisputed, deeply rooted, deeply rooted. The Medusa man, Medusa man, Medusa awakens a number of fears. Hey yo, this lift look like a shrimp with a shit. Spend the grip on the drop top, whip with the lip. If I was black, my waves would spin. Better than a day with wind. Got the burnt auto follicles engraved in chin. My knife works like Hiroyuki Sakai. Vocals got me all expenses paid, boat trips to Dubai. Fly Emirates. 
Now the shorty style spreading on bedding. They got a hundred thousand thread accounts. It's 10 a.m. and I'm already on my seventh house. 10:30, I'll be up inside my pigeon's house. When it strikes noon, light the flute, bite the fruit, inspired by the loot. Throw your mom off the roof Then get upset cause I spill soda on my shoe These are shock Now I guess I gotta wear them to the park While I'm shooting jumpers with the up Olive oil voice, poise, pipe the corkazoid Until the Lord make a joyful noise Fill a void, my head embroidered in the coin The gun and groins in a joint I moisten the woman's loins Helen and Troy, I'm a sex toy Mama's boy, foreign car convoy The chrome of the alloy, annoyed as an asteroid To bring the black boy laughter and joy Open the utopia, the flow this is opium You bagging bush weed, I'm cloned like a cush seed You fleet as the bullets are freed With good foot speed and breeze The need to see you bleed is appeased Victory is seized, the displeased Live with the disease, please give me 40 feet Like a centipede, look distinctive The link, that's a nigga trinket My slut 25, she lust to be fingered Lick off a shot, call it kind of lingus Kind of cunning We've come to an agreement. I'm gonna sign off on that in the morning. It all looks good. Yeah, my lawyer's talking right. Yeah, it's about 700,000. Alright, I'm fucking with that. I'm fucking with that. Yup, yup, yup. You're now back in tune to Out the Box Radio. I got my brother Willie the Kid on the line. The joint you just heard was Medusa. Featuring Willie the Kid, Rock Marciano, Action Bronson, and Alchemist on the production. Just lovely, man. Just lovely. Crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like, the the bars on this joint is just so, so fresh, man. Everybody Uh delivers on this shit. Everybody, man. Um, uh, You know, this this shit right here, man, is what makes me love hip-hop you know what i'm saying like in this day and age it's like wow like you could just decipher you know line for line and just just hear the the genius and the shit you know what i'm saying um man yo this this ep people if y'all haven't copped this ep stop sleeping go to the what's the website right the masterpiece theater.com make sure you go get that man go copy it's only five dollars man like you know, Look. shit, man. Like, go, go, cop this, man. Get this. Is it is it coming out physically? I, I think Alchemist is on coming out with the vinyl real soon. Coming okay. out on vinyl, That's no good. CDs. We we gonna, we gonna press up the vinyl real soon. You know what I'm saying? That's coming soon. No doubt, no doubt. So yeah, man. Y- y'all gotta get this shit, man. It's seven banging ass tracks. Flows like you listening to a movie. Exactly. It, it, it's it's it is it's the masterpiece theater. It, it speaks it for is. itself, you know what I mean? That's what it is, yep. That's what it is. Now, Willie, I want to talk a little bit more about um, The Alchemist, you know, just coming off the joint. Um, how does his production style work for you that separates itself from any other producer you've worked with before? Um, I think it's a natural chemistry, for one. Like, it's totally natural. I don't got to extend myself beyond how I naturally feel. You know, as an artist, for it to sound great, he doesn't have to extend himself too far. Mm. But I think at the same time, it's it's how brave he is to be creative. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. and one thing about Al, that if anybody can who work with him can attest to it, Al is a natural man. I nigga, mean, man, like he ain't he he can we can wake up 
on the wake up and do some and do the, the shit you love him for. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like effortlessly. You don't you don't have to drink coffee and pull his hair out to make that shit, bro. He do that shit like snapping your fingers. You know what I'm saying? Like mm. he's a wizard for real. You know what I'm saying? Like you just see him in action, bro. He ain't bro. Al ain't man. Al was official. Like, he's a hundred and twenty percent the genius who you think he is. Like for real. You know what I'm saying? Like mm. so just to be working with a man always inspired, man, because he's really a true talent. You know what I'm saying? He make you better when you work with him. He's a true talent, man, for real. No doubt, no doubt. And, you know, get, getting back to your lyrics, which is what most people, you know, definitely know know you for and, and love you for, Um, how does someone get your music? Like, totally understand and absorb the lyrical prowess that you bring. And I'll give you an example. Um, a few years ago, I was working at this music company, and um, I gave this this dude, one of my coworkers, uh, this was a few years back when the Danger, Danger Doom project came out, with MF mm. Doom and Danger Mouse. And I gave mm-hmm. him the, the project, and I said, yo, check this out, man. This this dude, MF Doom, is is nice with it, you know what I mean? And he, mm-hmm. he, took, the, he took the CD because I had, you know, um, I had given him some other music that he liked. And he came back and he was like, yo, don't ever give me this shit again, man. I, I can't get with this. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, obviously, you know, your music is a, an acquired taste. Not everybody's going to be able to grasp it. Right. But uh-huh. for the fans that love you, that, are, that, 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 that really appreciate and get your music, what do you think they have in common in terms of how they listen to your music? Mm, excellent question. I think they are. I think they're like they're snobs. They're connoisseurs for good rap music. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. these are the people who really like who really go to the to, to the top of the brass to look for entertainment when it comes to rap. Like they comb through every word. They comb through every beat. They're snobs, man. True, mm. like, the kid fan. It's hard to impress. The true Willie the Kid fan is probably somebody who you can't put a, put none of that bullshit across them and win them over. You know what I'm saying? Like, a true Willie the Kid fan is somebody who's hard to impress. You know what I'm saying? Because they know how deep this shit goes as far as talent is concerned. I have a conversation with my man and don't move all the time like those son. You don't understand. Like, the average hip-hop fan, they really don't, and not to discredit anybody, but the average hip-hop fan, I don't think they know like, art, like, artistically how deep this shit can go. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, like, the average fan is probably just listening to hip-hop recently. The average fan to tell you, like, Biggie Small is old school. And in some respects, now, looking at the time, it is. But right. that let you know the limitations on the scope of how they know, like, what they know hip-hop for. Like I said, it's, I tell them, like, it's, a, it's like it's a magician on the corner who's doing the old quarter behind the ear trick and he wowing everybody. Wow, you know what I'm saying? But then you got David Blaine who can levitate off the ground, my nigga, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, now somebody who's familiar with David Blaine's work wouldn't be too impressed by the quarter behind the ear magician, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. they'd be like, that's nothing. It's cool and it's nice and it, it got all these folks on the street ooh and island. But that guy, whoever seen Chris Angel levitate in the air or Houdini escape out the box underwater, the nigga who seen that trick with his arms too off, you can't put that quarter behind the air trick or pass him, man. You know what I'm saying? Like he, he's beyond that. The, the, right. the, 
the fancy card trick with the with the second aces up the sleeve, that little card trick, it might really impress some people on the street corner. Yeah. But that guy that seen Houdini working, who seen Chris Blaine, uh, uh, David Blaine working, or Chris Angel working, you can't fool him, man. He, he's hard to impress. So the Willie the Kid fan is the fan that really went, you know what I'm saying, over to Milan, Italy, and seen the grapes being grown before they got crushed into wine. You can't mm-hmm. fool that kind of story. He knows, you know what I'm saying, he knows real good hip-hop, you know what I'm saying? Wow, well, well said, man, well said. And I, I think I already knew the answer to that because I think I'm that type of fan. <laughs> yeah, <sure. laughs> but, man, I mean, I need to pour some grape juice from the, from, the, from, the, from the bodega in the glass and you're drinking and you're blown away by it. Oh, my gosh. Some people right there have the best grape juice they ever had. Really great punch. As a right. matter of fact, you can syrup and water. You know what I'm saying? But the Willie the Kid fan, see, you know, he walked in the vineyards in California and Chile and in Milan and around the world, you know what I'm saying? Seeing the grapes being grown in the vineyards, yeah. and you can't fool him, man. He was getting those getting crushed in bottles, so you can't put no great punch from the corner store by him. Talking about his fine wine, you mm-hmm. can't tell him that. You know what I'm saying? No can't doubt. tell him that. You know what I'm saying? Well said again, brother. Well said, definitely, man. Now, for people who are just getting into your music, or for people that are probably finding out about you for the first time during this interview. What would you say is the best body of work to introduce them to that would solidify your greatness to them, lyrical dexterity and all? Uh, see, and and that's the thing, Kareel. I think I kind of, um, I kind of like put myself in in a, in a tight position with that mm. because I made a deliberate effort to spread it out. You know right. what I'm saying? Like I didn't want to put a whole bunch of care into the somewhere EP and then put none into the Cure 2 and put mm. so much care into Masterpiece Theater and none into Aquamarine or put a whole bunch of detail into the crates and then none on the fly too. Like, I, I never wanted to do that. I feel like you can go, you can damn near start anywhere and it, it'll send you on the journey. I mm. see people all the time come up to me, man, in the club and shit and shit. like, ah, I, I, I didn't even know, bro. I just downloaded the What You Calling and that took me back to What You Calling. Oh, man. Mm. And people say that shit on Twitter sometimes. Like, they didn't know. They just clicked the link one time and watched the video or Rad Radar or something like that, and then mm. they scroll back for all their previous posts. Right. Or, or not right, because not right do the thing where they put, like, last post, previous post. Right, and right. You might have clicked, uh, you know, the Aquamarine promo last week, but you didn't see nothing before that. But that sends you on a ride, man, because when no you see it in previous, I don't know about no other artists, but when you hit Woody Kid, previous, 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 <laughs> it's nothing but those shit going all the way back, all the way back before you know jumping off the computer, going onto another website to download the actual project. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So you might see the Waste Not One Not video, that's going to bring you to the Cure 2 mixtape, right. which will bring you to the Cure 1, which will bring you to the Fly, which will bring you to the Fly 2. You know what I'm saying? So I made a deliberate effort to make sure no matter what you do, you can put a blindfold on, man, cover your eyes and point anywhere. And wherever you end up on my catalog, you're going to be in a good place. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? What, what are some of the projects, though, that if, like, you know, that you, that, I guess fans or listeners tend to really point to as as as, as yeah, favorites. Yeah, um, like like definitely the fly two. I think the fly two was a real like like a, like a landmark project for me because it came at a time where like brothers didn't know what to think about them. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Because they're used to this gangster grill sound, gangster grill sound. We had job never a dull moment on mm-hmm. the internet, and people was you know like wow, you know what I'm saying? Ooh and on about it, but it was a total like polar opposite for what you may have heard 
on a drama project, so they didn't know what to think. So the Cure 2 kind of brought it, I mean, excuse me, the Fly 2 kind of brought it together. I had features with me and Styles P, Live at the Ritz. I don't know if you've ever heard that before, but that's a good record. Right. Willie the Kid, Styles P, Live at the Ritz. Willie the Kid, Corey Guns, uh, Friends and Money. Mm-hmm. Willie the Kid, John Connor, One Time, uh, Miraculous is on there. Die Free is on there. Shot an incredible video for Die Free. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like yeah, it, yeah. You know what I mean? The Fly 2 is the... Me and Alchemist, fucking toxic, is on there. Bruce by Lee Bannon. Like, the Fly 2 is a really good project that really helped people kind of get a clear understanding of what kind of artist I am. And Mm. I think think once you take a a good, good, good listen to that, it's going to send you on a mission because Cure 2 is after it. And then um, somewhere, EP is after it. You know, Masterpiece Theater is after it. Alpha Mm. Marine just came out. You know what I'm saying? Like. You know, you can you can you can have you can take your time, man, and sit down for a whole week and fill your iTunes up with one of the kid projects and you know, go for a ride, really. You know no what doubt. Saying? No doubt. So, um, who who would you say are some of the MCs that you that inspire you today, um, particularly in the underground, like core MCs that, that really like you, you look at them and you say, Damn man, they, these are my peers and they really doing it, you know what I'm saying? Man, I, I, man, shit, man. I really, mm, I don't know, man. Like, I, niggas really ain't that good, man. Honestly, man, <laughs> niggas, I, niggas is really not that good, man. Like for real. Like, like I, I mean, I, I like, I like Action Bronson. That's my man. I no like doubt. Rock Marcy. That's my man. Um. Yeah, man. And then I like like the OGs. I like I love I love to hear Jay Z rhyme. You know what I'm saying? I love to hear new Jay Z song. You know what I'm saying? Um our Drake is outstanding. Drake is like Drake got the glow, man. You know what I'm saying? Like uh-huh. I fuck with Drake. Um man, I swear, oh, man, niggas I'm telling you, niggas is not that good, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> the fans, the fans, I feel sorry for the fans. Y'all just don't know, man. You know what I'm no saying? Doubt. Like Y'all eating White Castle, y'all don't even know it. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. you know, like, it get better than that. <laughs> There's a ton of places to eat than that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'll take that. I'll take that. You know that. <laughs> like, you know, don't know no better. No doubt. And, and you know, speaking of uh, Drake, um, you know, you you said, you spoke about it earlier, too. Um, Back in 2012, when MTV was doing their hottest MC list, he definitely gave props to you. I mean, he, he, named, he named your brother, but... The tracks was really yours, so it's really him giving props <laughs> to you, of course. Yeah, um, yeah. But uh, I'm just curious to know how did that make you feel at the time, and did you and Drake ever touch base to like do any recording or anything since then? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was amped. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. I was totally amped when I when I heard it. I was coming home, and my man hit my phone crazy, like, "Yo, so you won't believe this?" <laughs> and like, like my niggas was just hyped because. Not because Drake said it, because niggas know we've we, we been putting in work, niggas been nice, but the songs he named, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. he named Waste Not no, One Not, yeah. yeah, and he named, like, Sons of Man, dog. This is a record where I took an old Sons of Man record from, like, 95, 96, and just blacked out on it. Like, it's like straight up Wu-Tang Killer Army. I'm talking about, like, some from the Wu-Tang Soil Grain type of record, man. Like, there's nothing fancy and pretty and and friendly and polite about the record. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he took this grimy-ass record and went on MTV and said it's one of his favorite records from one of his favorite artists. So that, I think, if anything, what that did is it let me know that 
even the things that I was just doing for my own sake and letting me know that people was hearing it and they appreciated it too. You know what I'm saying? When I'm out and about, people don't come up to me about Sons of Man, dog, as much as they might come up to me about, like, a miraculous or about a, um, like, a, like a bathwater running or a record that's, like, more filling the record. I hear a lot of different whatever to whatever, but for somebody at the position that Drake is at to come and say Sons of Man, dog, on MTV, you know what I'm saying? It was like, he didn't have no. to do that, man. You know what I mean? He didn't have to, he didn't have to come down and lend his opinion like that to the masses that way, and I thought that was really dope. Hopefully, yeah. it, you know, it make people take a second look at you know, some of the shit that they've been sleeping on. You know what I'm saying? But, um, yeah, I mean, we spoke. He on, spoke on, what on, he was feeling, man, you I, know? Yeah, yeah, he spoke what he, what he was feeling. It was like, I don't know, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, that was dope. You know what I'm saying? It, it, hopefully, like I said, it make people put a different kind of ear to the music. Mm. I think that happens a lot. Like, you have certain artists who come out and they, I think Jay-Z said something like Kanye West, for instance. You have certain artists that go over the hill and take all the bullets for the culture and take all these shots for the artists to come after them. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I think a lot of times, like, I don't know if I take any shots and I don't, I don't know if I can say that safely, but for a nigga like, like Drake to come and say, yo, this cat is dope and listen to his music, it make anybody who's going to take a shot not take a shot and listen. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, oh, wait. You know what I mean? And it's crazy that people are easily influenced that way, but... That's just the culture, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, Definitely. Now, um, you know, um, what, what I was trying to ask you earlier too was, um, have you have you and Drake ever um, gotten together to record anything? Like, have y'all spoken nah. since then? Mm -hmm. Okay. No, nah, we never, we never, we never, we never spoke. You know what I'm saying? Okay. We never spoke. Me and my man, we spoke about you know what I'm saying, putting it together like on some third party, but. Me and the homie, we never spoke. You know what I'm saying? I right. spoke directly. No doubt, no doubt. Just through, you know, just through people. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like third party. I, you know, I tell my people, tell these people, and back like that. But you know what I'm saying? Never directly. You know what I'm saying? Okay, that's peace. Um, so uh, Willie, what we gonna do? I'm gonna go into another joint. Um, in fact, let's go into the um, waste not, want not off the cure two, which is what we spoke mm -hmm. about earlier. Produced Crazy. by Alchemist again. Crazy. Good Lord, another another banger. Let's Crazy. go into it, man. My brother Willie, the kid on the line. The joint up is Waste Not, Want Not, off the mm -hmm. Cure 2 mixtape. Willie Kid on mm -hmm. the line, producer, alchemist on the beat. Check it out. If you don't tell me where that son bitch is, this bitch is going to deep throat this six-inch man. Yeah. Yeah. Shut up. Sipping like a fool and watching bitches wrestle. Kitty pool full of baby oil. Fucking honeysuckle sweet, leave me sore as a boil. Feast at the crawfish boil. In and out of crosshairs, flame boil niggas in the name of justice. I made a few adjustments, my aim is substance. Disgusting, Palestine minded, Israeli rifle. Scraping roadkill off the Benz grill. See, one thing you can't do is pretend real. Remove the fangs from a serpent, he can still kill. Paralyzing, reality can suffocate you. Trying to compensate for 
what's been confiscated Fuck it, I tend to find it less complicated If I just tell myself Everybody ain't real as you expect they should be They might see things differently than you would see Triple jet, black like a pair of Jodeci boots I hold court, adjudicate, check my cadence Sedate bitches, and trances, no second chances Produce paper like cicada branches Mantis, maintenance, milk the game like a memory gland Too intense for the man behind the camera Calamity, danger, everywhere like pet dander My new bitch, Dorothy Dandridge, in the face Waste not one, not, I need yachts My understanding's outstanding, knots landing, landing Helicopters on the launch pad, a mark bland in my gauntlet Corn crab, mussels, white rhyme broth, truffle oil Spoil hoes, that's a forer, my aura is forer The war's for most over to order guns off the internet Initials on the cloth napkins, chandelier match the dinner set The Phantom Menace, I've been with the Venice Milan, Munich, Frankfurt, Vienna, Zurich, Geneva, Paris, Oslo, Stavanger, the Netherlands, Stockholm, London, Portsmouth, Dublin, Edinburgh, Glasgow. I say that to say this, you fucking asshole. Never mind, forget it. The cure too. You don't tell me what it's up, it's you. Yeah. Fuck him. To the flight depart, the author, the blind archer, chicks coming out of camel soles, camel toes, ten toes. I stand as opposed to surrendering and suffer on land. Shorty loyal like Camille Cosby, playing chamomile, Cameline lotion, it feel wobbly. Turbulence, I deplaned and adjust. I'm just contrasting the justified juxtapose. Enough posing, my impulse, I'm playing possum. Summertime, time pieces, niggas, sometime me. Watch them, I sip champagne and go shopping. Let's talk shopping. On the chandeliers, a mere option. Cop Dotsons, antique from the auction. Cut cigar caps, double guillotines, Watson. I walked a long way home, honing on my poems. I'm a couple hymns to myself, self worth. I'm gone, I can't condone what these niggas doing. I can't complain, need the flights out to Argentina. I seen enough to know enough. When enough is enough, you can't block my puck. I'm on a cusp of a cup. Stanley is saying hockey, but I'm ice cold. Figure eights, my 16s, quite bold. Behold, the most excellent of word usage. Nah, hold up. Blades, hit him again. Yeah, yeah. No discussion, only repercussion. I reap the benefits, the leerling like Robitussin. Overfluster, fluctuating like a fan base. The black Rembrandt, branch out, sketch a landscape. Rosemary on the lamp, shake you niggas shaky. Shaking hands, throw bands, she danced to achy breaky. Broken hearted artist, starving art a form of union. Unity, you better off, watch petunias blooming. It costs more to pretend, niggas too timid. Intimidating, temporary plates, I need motives. Debate never, sipping Jameson. Egyptian Bitches, hieroglyphic, how I scripted, sculpted in the image of a menace, so menacing. Niggas been minuscule, scan them like a skew number, visioning aquariums, jewels, I'm wearing them, acquired taste. I'm preaching to the choir, wired to a higher place. Replace passion, complacent, not an inkling. My bitches shimmy in shit shirts, bench drinking, cashmere curtains, earn my money early. Bamboozled on stage, niggas show your pearlies. White with me, plenty bitches at my tight and curlies. Best friend. The Vernon Shirley, the short nigga. 
somewhere Aquamarine coming soon too Fly 3 coming soon too Yeah TCP Add Joe on the beat Set on Welcome back to Out The Box Radio. I'm your host, Krill. My brother, Willie, the kid, is still on the line with us today. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No doubt. Just loving the convo here, man. The joint you just heard was Waste Not, Want Not. It was actually the first joint you heard. We just gave you another bonus track as well, uh, which is the whole off um, uh, Willie Somewhere EP. So that came mm. right after the Waste Not, Want Not joint. Just to just mm. to throw a little bonus joint in there, and that that one was actually produced by Abjo on the beats. So um, yeah, man, just nothing but bars and dope ass beats, man. What what more could you want if you are if you a fan of real hip hop? You know exactly. what I'm saying? Really, what more could uh, you want? You know what I'm saying? So Willie's uh, on the line. Willie, uh, I gotta give you props for your your you know your output of just putting out so many consistent releases. And uh, you're, you're, you're up right now. You recently pre- uh, released the Aquamarine project. Uh, it yeah. came out a few weeks ago, and yeah. uh, you know I, I actually want to get into that before we get out of here. But uh, you know, just bring the people up to speed on this project, Aquamarine. What what's the whole message or theme you wanted to convey with this project? Yeah, I, I, I've been working on Aquamarine actually like a year. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay. we started doing it last year, and I actually finished it. I sat down in one studio session and recorded the whole project. And um, me and my, me and my math class was working. I'm telling him, like, yo, you know what? It ain't good enough. Like, we, we did it, and we rode around in the car all day playing it. Like, mm-hmm. nah, this shit ain't good enough. You know what I'm saying? And um, when I, I was going to drop it this same time last year, so at the point where I decided it wasn't good enough, the weather started to change, you know what I'm saying? Right. And the project was based on, like, boats and being on the beach, being on the lake and being on the ocean, mm. and the water, and taking a voyage in the water is like life, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, surviving the waves, surviving the currents, riding the wave, riding the storms, you know what I'm saying? Keeping your boat up, you know what I'm saying? If, um, and you know, you make it to your destination, where you're going, like, that's that success that means you made it, you know what I'm saying? From one destination to the other, across mm. the sea. So that was like the metaphor for the project, you know what I'm saying? Right. But of course, it lended itself to all kind of fancy shit like yachts and shit like that, and you know what I mean, boat parties and all that. But then they had like, you know, the other edge was pirates, you know what I'm saying? And it's the boat, your ship can sink, you know what I'm saying? So, mm. but as the weather changed, I just, it just wasn't the right time to write about the boats and the water and the sun and the beach and all that. I started writing um, this short film I got coming. It's called mm. Fly, you know what I'm saying? And, um, I'm dropping a fly three this winter, and I wanted to supplement it with a film. So I started writing my movie. I wrote, produced, and starred in it. Um, it's called The Fly, and my man Kevin Brzezinski directed it. He's an Emmy Award-winning director. He won wow. for television commercials. Yeah, it's dope. It's like a 30-minute film. Looking but I started writing to it, that. Yeah, and I got so caught up in that, man, that I kind of forgot about Aquamarine. I let it, I let it blow away. You know what I'm saying? Mm. 
we finished the I wrote the fly in like a couple months and maybe like between October, November I wrote it. December we started producing it. January we shot it. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it was like bam, 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 bam. So in January when I finished shooting it, I looked up and a whole year I went by and I hadn't dropped one project. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? I was like, damn, you know what I'm saying? Alcohol Rain was supposed to carry carry us over, you know what I'm saying? Right. So I just went in the lab one day and I did somewhere. I recorded somewhere like like a few hours, you know what I'm saying? I just went crazy on the beach and just threw that out, you know what I'm saying? The whole mm-hmm. world was over. As soon as someone was finished, I went right back into the lab and started working on um, Aquamarine. Masterpiece right. Theater was done already. We just, we just was fine-tuning it, you know what I'm saying? But um, Aquamarine was, I revisited it, you know what I mean? I made, it, I made it the project that I knew it could be, you know what I'm saying? Mm. So I was some new producers. Uh, my man Sound Effects was getting busy on there. My man V Dawn is getting busy on right. there. Make sure you check for him from Harlem, man. V Dawn, man, crazy producer. He get friends and money. He did Marino with me and John Connor. He did Seafoam. I'm saying crazy cat. He got a joint on two chains new album. That's my man. He's crazy. My man Viso's on there. My man Vocab is on there. All new producers. My man Troy Caesar's on there. All new producers on Aquamarine. And I wanted Mm. to sound exactly how it sounds. I wanted to have all the emotions and the feelings and the, you know, just, man. To me, it's a really well produced project, man. You're going to love it if you haven't heard it already. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, Aquamarine, go catch that. Now, uh, I had read about aquamarine prior to its release and it was kind of being touted as like yeah yeah like your album like an album is is that yeah. kind of the feel you wanted for it to be like a full-length album man you know what Chris? like the way the business the way the community is the culture mm-hmm. is it ain't even no difference man album ep mixtape yeah. what's, the, what's the difference you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying like it ain't no difference because even when, like even when i release a quote-unquote album I'm going to take the same approach I would take to a mixtape. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going to do nothing different. You know what I'm saying? Like, my brother, I, 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 brought, I brought you Styles P. I brought you John Connor. Mm-hmm. I brought you Alchemist. I brought you Action Bronson. I brought you Rock Marcy on quote-unquote mixtapes. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, so to me, like, that's nothing. I work with Alchemist for a quote-unquote EP. Like, it don't mean nothing, man. It just, it just, it, it just, it, man, the names don't even apply no more. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, yeah, I mean, whatever. I can read album, sure. Yeah. Call it what you want. And <laughs> I, de- I definitely feel you on that because it's a lot of brothers that come out with mixtapes or, like, EP projects and shit. And these are brothers that got, like, major label deals and shit. Yeah. And they mixtapes sound better than they albums yeah, sometimes, it's all, you know what I mean? It's all the same, son. Yeah. It ain't, it ain't, well, it's all the same. Putting out a piece of music to generate interest or generate a dollar. Whatever you want to call it. Mixtape, album. Hey, man. It, like I, I leave that up to the to the fans to call it what they want to call it, man. Just make sure you listen to it. You know what I'm saying? Now, you spoke about the producers on Aquamarine. How did you bring all of them together to create this cohesive sound? Because you can still hear there's a theme to the project, like you, you spoke mm-hmm. about earlier. Now, you, these are different producers. Like, like what did you go through? What process did you go through to just bring all these different sounds together? Yeah, I'm a funny, I'm a funny dude, man. I probably go through hundreds of beats, man, to get mm-hmm. 10. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. for real. Like, li- like literally, like, like I'm a producer friend to tell you, man. I know you, man. I think really, man, get on my nerves with this shit. You know what I'm saying? Cause they, like, they, they get frustrated. Like, bro, just send me like three or four beats. Mm. I'm like, nah, man, none of them. And they not even 
that the beats aren't good. They just don't fit where I'm going. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I got a really, really precise ear for what I'm looking for. You know what I'm no saying? Doubt. Now, my problem is I can't make beats. So I don't know what the, I don't know what it is I'm looking for, but I know it when I hear it. You know what I'm saying? And I was so just like, going, no. I was just about to ask you that too. Like, when, like, you, your ear is so dope with it. You're so intricate when it comes to choosing the beats. When are we gonna get to see you actually make the beats? You know what I'm saying? Like it's usually the natural progression. Probably, okay. Yeah, Yo, you know what probably I'm saying? never, sir. Probably wow, never, man. <laughs> probably never, sir. Like I, I'm one thing about me, like me and me and the machine, me and the machine, we don't click. You know what I'm mm. saying? Like we, the, the, like the actual electronic, like the, me and the board, we don't click. My man Detroit Red tried to show me how to make beats on the ASR. Years ago, you know wow. what I'm saying? Like, and me and that boy, we don't get along. Like, I can sit with a producer, we can play some samples, or, or play some, you know, play some instruments or whatever, and I can tell you what I like. I can tell uh-huh. you how, like, how how I think it should sound. I'm a good, I'm a good backseat driver. You know what I'm saying? Like, right, right, you know, right. I can stand, I can stand over there and like, nah, do that, do that, nah, do that. I can do that really yeah. well. You know what I'm saying? But I can't get on wow. the board and do nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like, that just ain't my thing. You know what I'm saying? I can't do it. You what about I mean? through, like, the software and stuff? Because a lot of producers these days don't use the actual machines. They they doing you're that right. shit through, like... You're right. And you know what? My man told me you're right. My man told me that, too. My man was in the barbershop, and he had, like, free loose on his on right. his, uh, on his iPad, on a, on, on a tablet. Mm-hmm. And when he showed me that, I said, well, damn, they got to... They got to, like, just add water technology yeah. now. You know yeah. what I'm saying? To to make beats. And that made me think, you know, maybe I could, you know, get out here and do something. But I'm telling you, man, like, that just ain't my thing. Getting <laughs> on the you. board. You know what I'm saying? That just ain't my... You know, maybe, maybe one day I might get to it. I don't know. But I tried it back on back when I first got into the business. And I was like, nah, man. You just make the beats search. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that ain't my thing, son. But I, I feel you, really. Mean, to do the production for Aquaman, Marine, I had to really catch a lot of flights, you know what I'm saying? Get a lot of rental cars, bring a lot of gas, spend a lot of time mm. getting with some producers. Like, other than, I think, other than, like, V-Don and my nigga Volker, other than them two brothers, I sat with every producer that got a beat on that tape, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, and that's after they sent me files and files of beats, you know what I'm saying? Like, at least 20 beats a piece, everybody on there probably sent me. You know what I'm saying? And I had to, had to get in my car, go to their spot, or get on the plane and fly to their town. I flew away to uh, California. And mm. the, the moving forward record, Hippie Sabotage did. I flew to Cali and went to their studio and put that together. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like, I was on a, a sincere mission to make Aquamarine a beautiful project, man, mm. and make sure everything on there was deliberate and we take no shorts as far as the quality of the project so yeah man no doubt man no doubt and people if you're listening man go get that uh, aquamarine project man another another dope output from our willie the kid man real real dope lyricist we got on the line today and you know you 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 said that um you know you ain't gonna touch them beats but um i gotta say to you man even though you might not be a beat maker you a producer you know what i'm saying you a producer (laughs) at heart because you got the air man so Hopefully uh, the nah, progression nah, nah, comes. I'm, hopefully, Krill. I'm yeah, gonna get yeah. to it. I'm gonna get to I, I said, I know it when I hear it. You know what I mean? Like but if, if we're in the lab and you playing some drinks, you playing some vinyl, whatever, 
I'm gonna say, whoa, 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 wait, wait, yeah. wait. I know what's, I know what's banging now. You know what I'm saying? I know what's banging. I just don't actually get on the board and hit the buttons. But you know what? You're right. That technology, man, that software, that might, that might help me come around. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? think about it, man. Right. You know, it's funny because um, I just had an interview with um, 14KT. Um, mm. He from, you know, he from, he from Michigan too, Ann Arbor. He's, he was down with a crew called Athletic Mike League and stuff. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. you probably know him and shit, but uh -huh. he never really, he didn't, he doesn't use the machine. He uses straight up, um, I forget the software he uses, but he doesn't use the machine. The MP don't work for him. And it's a lot yeah. of producers that actually put out some quality stuff by using that approach. And, yeah. you know, it, it, it works, man. It works for them. Who am I to say, yo, you know, because you ain't using the MP. Exactly. Your shit ain't fly, you know, because at the You're end right. of the day... It ain't real. You ain't got yeah, no talent. You know? That's ignorant. Yeah, niggas be saying ignorant shit like that, too. That's ignorant, man. As long yeah. as you sound dope, you know what I'm saying? As long as it's dope, man. It's dope. Exactly. I don't care how you came... Like, I don't care how you came about putting it together, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm. as long as it's dope. But nah, you're right. That that probably helped me come around and find, yeah. and find my no niggas pressure. doing it, you know what I'm saying? No pressure, <laughs> man. You do it in your, in your time, you know what I mean? No pressure. But, well, you know... um. Uh, the the year ain't even up, Willie, and I feel like it's already been a success for you. Like you ain't gotta put shit else out. And as I'm aware, <laughs> it seems like you got more projects coming out, you know, for the end yeah. of the year. Yeah, I'm 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 actually in a I'm actually in a session right now putting some that? artwork together for the new project. Just finally trying to get the artwork together right now. I'm I'm about to come right back out with another joint. Um it's called The Living Daylights. It's myself and my man Bronze Nazareth. He's a producer uh, signed, signed to the RZA, right. uh, a Wu-Tang Wu producer. Um, he happens to be from my town, though. He's from Gun Roo. Okay. And, um, yeah, and, and I like my brother linked him up with the clan like long, I think 10 years ago. You know what I'm saying? He's done beats for like Raekwon albums and uh, RZA albums. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Like, you know, then everybody affiliated with the Wu. Like, he's been producing for them for years now. You know what I'm saying? And we just never was able to click up because I was doing my thing. He was doing his thing. And I finally hit him up like, yo, we got to put a play together, man, just because we both from the town. We both from that same academy, from that same school. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So we got to click. And me and him probably was, it was just like maybe oh, maybe 2011. Yeah, 2011, we sat and we, we, we did an album in a couple of days. We, mm -hmm. added, we just added a little bit more to it over the last few years. A little bit here, take this off, put this on, take this right. off, put this on. I think, I think, I, and I was waiting for the time to get right to put it out. Mm. And the time is right. It's right. Time is right. So, we're going to get together right now. We're going to drop that. Probably get that out like top of November. And then had to fly three, like holidays, Christmas time. Hopefully. Wow. You know yeah. So, you talking like, you talking about like five, five projects for the year, yeah. right? So, that's what I'm saying <laughs> yeah. though. Like, like with all this output, what do you hope to get out of this consistent and continuous workflow of music that we keep getting from you? Like somebody may say, "Yo, I love Willie, but homie need to slow down. He hitting us with too mu too much music right now." But at the end of the day, how does that continuous flow of music benefit you? See, yeah, I mean, you know, more money, you know what I'm saying, of course, you know what I'm saying, because we some good, because we, we, we sell, we sell them in there, but then we go on the road and do the shows, you know what I'm saying, and, you know, do the features and whatnot, they just get paid off of it, so, of course, for the money, but beyond the money, I just, I want to, 
I want to make a mark, man. Like, I don't know whatever. Like, I don't know whatever's going to come from it. I'm, a, mm-hmm. I'm expecting big things, of course. I'm expecting to, you know, to carry on. But like a lot of brothers don't know, I already won in the music business, brother. Like, there's like nobody I know that I grew up with that's from my town, that's from that's from around me that's right. done what I've done with this music thing. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, we bought cars, and we bought German cars and, and cribs and the sticks. Ten years mm. ago, off of mm. music, I don't think brothers understand that real, real gold, real diamonds. You know what I'm saying? I mean, real experiences overseas in, in Japan and Dubai and Switzerland. Like this, this is real things. Like I'm from, like bro, like if I, if I show you where I'm from, my nigga, bro, you be like, what? The, how you? How did you even do this? You mm. know what I'm saying? Like, bro, where I'm from, it ain't like that, man. Ain't no unless for what I'm doing, what I've done. I don't know nobody who did what I did. And from mm. where I'm from, you know what I'm saying? So, end of the day, I already won mm. as far as being a rapper's concerned. Mm. Now I'm just doing it for the accolades, bro. I'm doing it mm. for everybody, whoever in their crazy mind, or, you know, turning nose at Beverly Willie the Kid when they hear my name, or, or, or who just who just, who just just never heard the music before and just don't know about how mm. great it is, you know what I'm saying? I'm just doing it now for the name. I'm just doing it mm. now for niggas to recognize. Like, yo, this nigga right here, bro, he ain't no fuck with, you know what I'm saying? Mm. So I mean, with all of the all of the stuff, you know, despite all of the material shit, all the shit that you was able to, you know, get ten years ago, like put aside all that shit, what still makes you humble after you've come so far in the game? Like, what makes you say, "Yo, that shit don't mean nothing, man." I, I'm 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 still a humble brother. Oh yeah, man. I mean, getting down, getting down, and praying to God every day. Mm. You know what I mean? praying to go a few times a day, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, be understand that like this, all that could be gone. I'm right. not no material nigga. I'm just speaking, you know, I got my rapper hat on right now. I want to be known as a rapper that, you know, no the things that quote the, the thing that quote unquote rappers aspire for, we already did it, we already got it. You know what I'm right. saying? But I'm not no no I'm not a material guy at all. That's that's not my that's not what I'm, what I'm trying to say. You know what I'm saying? Like praying to the Lord, being grateful for all of those things, and being able to sit on his phone and talk to you about about it, and not no be, doubt. you know what I mean, this is all true fact, you know what I'm saying, like, to be able to really tell a story, and it be a real story, you know what I'm saying, that, those are the blessings, man, no having doubt. my family close by, having friends that I knew since I was like in fifth grade, still in the studio with me, you know what I'm saying, like, real stuff like that, you know what I'm saying, being able to take care of the family and, and provide opportunities that we probably didn't have coming up. You know what I mean? Shit like that, man. Like, that's what it's all about. And at the end of the day, I'm such an artist that it's, it's retarded, man, because I would sit here all night about a beat, about a verse, about a song, about an artwork, about a tape, about a, you know what I'm saying? I would, I, would, I would take this music and I would pick it apart all night just so when it comes out, I could feel really proud of it and no really doubt. excited about it. And people would hear it and say, oh, this is great. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want people to say it's good. I don't want people to say yo. I want people to say yo. This is incredible. This is outstanding. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, so that's in knowing as an artist that you can always be better. You can always, you know, do more. You can always be bigger. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can always have more fans. I can always have more interest. I can always be a better rapper. I can always right. be better, better, better. Just knowing that, you know what I'm saying? Like, that keeps me going, man. You know what I'm saying? Definitely, man. Well, well said. Well said. Once again. Now, on that note, uh, I know you mentioned the joint with Bronze Nazareth. Is there anything else people can look forward uh, to from you before the end of the year? And even as yeah, we go um, into the next year? The Fly 3, man. The Fly mm-hmm. 3. You heard the Fly 1. You heard the Fly 2. 
You know what I'm saying? Just know the third part of the series is coming soon. The Fly 3 and the Fly Short film. You can go on YouTube and check the trailer for the film. It's crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And what's what's the name That's of the joint with Bronze Fly. Nazareth again? The Living Daylights. The Living Daylights. Okay. So that's what's yeah. up, man. You got the movie coming, Fly 3, and the Living Daylight. So we, I mean, shit, I got enough already. But I mean, hey, <laughs> I ain't complaining. Yeah. I, I, I'm down to hear more. And I'm sure yeah, yeah. my avid listeners is is going to check for that too. You know what I mean? Sure. So, sure. you know, Willie, I want to thank you again for taking the time to build with us here at Out the Box Radio. Man, I had a blast building with you, man. I could see that. You're very ambitious, and you, you're going to continue to have success in this biz, man. Um, you've, you've come a long way, man, and I'm just proud to see you continuing going on, man. Thank I wish you, you the best of success in your future music endeavors Likewise. and so forth. You know yes, what I mean? Sir. Yes, sir. Appreciate you, Chris. No doubt, man. Likewise, man. And, you know, while, while we still here, man, why don't you give the people, um, people out there... Uh, the info on where they can keep updated or in touch with you, like your website, Twitter, Facebook, whatever. Let them know where they keep updated. Well, God, you can check me out. The Willie the Kid at Twitter. You know what I'm saying? The Willie the Kid. Um, Instagram. Uh, Willie the Kid. YouTube. Uh, the Willie the Kid underscore GR. Facebook. Willie the Kid dot net. Website. You know what I'm saying? Check me out. You know what I'm saying? Go to dadpave.com. Search Willie the Kid. Download all of the tapes. Mm. You know what I'm saying? All of the tapes. You're going to need them all. He's like Lays. You can't just check just one. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're going to need all of them. Mm. So go ahead, check out the music. You know what I'm saying? And more importantly, check for me in your hood. Coming through, doing the shows, doing the promo. I come through. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. And make sure y'all go out and put some money where your mouth is too, man. Purchase Absolutely. some of them joints, like the Alchemist joint, you know, the other stuff that he got that, that you could, you actually got to buy, man, because yeah. he's given a lot of mixtapes, man. So, you know, go cop, man. You know, support the brother, man, because it's, it's talent and quality you getting, you know? You know for I mean? sure, for sure. Check yeah. for me. That's what's up. And uh, also, my listeners, everybody out there that's checking for Out the Box, out the box radio make sure you check us out at outtheboxmedia.com that's www.outdaboxmedia.com click on the radio show tab to listen to all our new as well as our previous episodes you can follow us on twitter at outtheboxtv as well as on facebook outtheboxtv the radio show now is on a weekly basis so make sure you check in with us online and subscribe to our website to keep updated with all the new shows that air thank y'all again for listening we're gonna go out with the last track which is off willie the kids latest project aquamarine this is actually the 11th track on the album one of my favorites one of the standouts i'm gonna let willie go ahead and introduce it you know you take us out willie with the with that with that 11th track man let the people know what it is And give them a you don't got to go get it, man. Go get it. Aquamarine available right now. iTunes. Aquamarine. Go cop it. You know what I'm saying? This is C-Form right here. Produced by v Dawn, Serious Sounds. That's how we do, man. Willie the Kid. Out the box. Yeah? That's what it is. C-Form. Produced by v Dawn. Willie the Kid off the Aquamarine album. Thank y'all again for checking out Out the Box Radio. Thank you again, Willie. Appreciate you, man. We out. Like no doubt. Peace. They don't mean. If not, he doesn't want me. I'm
I'm out. But I'm not wasting an afternoon yeah, on that much I'm not doing. Yo. As I dance with the women at my nigga wedding, wedding bells, bells, too hard in L, letting precious time slip away, bitches sledding, no slopes, trying to slip away a different way, my claws are like a petting zoo, these niggas petty, I bet they do anything they say I already knew, you not fit for this part, I can tell you how the movie go, by the end everybody splits apart, a single mark, cigars with my father, bought a box of Costa Rica, rum cake at the marina, uh. We met Lena Horn, nieces hit me on the horn Jesus pieces, white diamonds in the thorns And that was high school, flexing in my senior pictures Fast forward passports, duty free liquor Nigga, I can admit it when I'm wrong But believe me when I'm right Ain't no motherfucking thing none of y'all can ever tell me I smell like the Beamer Living out my dreams, you can tell I'm a dreamer Drugs everywhere, enough revenue to bring us Close enough to separate us when it come between us Ironic, we can never fight in between, what is right? No, 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 no. Smoke, you can drink, get high, free your mind. No, 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 no. They got us thinking now, beautiful could beat it all. Or some biker then to make your life alright again. It won't matter none at all after this Adderall. Raw papers, alcohol, no chases. You ever dream of getting chased or free falling or flying so high to fire your own belief margin? Could you master your high, more or lesser? Good women, I strung along who deserve better. Whatever, I find pleasure in the pressure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Turkish leather, leather, hundred dollar sweaters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Seafoam green, the hoes call it turquoise. At the W, W E B, the boys. The soul of black folk, the smile and crack jokes, laugh to keep from crying, buying reefer, buying sneakers, give away the law keepers, blinded by the halogen lights, Audi blinkers, horizontal with the vortex is vertical, I'm tornadoed with convert convertibles, throw tomatoes at these niggas, niggas very average, I'm elaborate, ravishing the lavish fabrics, can you all fight in between, what is right, no, no. Dream, get high